0: Well, okay, so look, uh, I
1: have a hot take again. Ooh, these hot takes you always have must keep you warm at night.
0: Uh, sweating profusely, yeah. It. Uh, listen, this episode is more exciting, more interesting... And better written than the previous episode. Easily. This is also the episode where the show kind of comes undone for me. Really? Yeah.
1: Like it, it goes too far, uh, far.
0: I don't know. Hello and welcome guess to we'll the Movie Men podcast. That. Yeah. The B team. The B team. That's Carl.
1: Yes. And Brady.
0: Well, yeah, and, and, and I'm I'm Brady. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm listen, I don't I don't know what I sound like right now. Why well, okay. I still sound like I have COVID. I don't have COVID. <laughs> I just have like residual like it'll take a little bit for you know, for me to sound like normal. Uh, but also I'm not recording in my office today. I am out in a boot in the world. Uh at the the farm, the the Mel Gibson farm.
1: Ooh. I so wanted to go as, there. As it's
0: as it's been come to come to be known by. Well, we're gonna be back here in like a week and a half if you wanna come rip around on an ATV and <laughs> cause some havoc.
1: Sounds like fun.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, so I yeah. I don't know what I sound like if I sound horrible uh but you know bear with us I'm, the fact that i am podcasting on vacation should mean more podcasting on vacation st- after having just gotten over covid you're freaking welcome if if my dedication doesn't scream sign up for patreon right now i i i don't know what does i don't it. know what does yeah uh so listen yeah this episode man do you can, do you want to just know why? Do you want to know why for me?
1: If you're going to let the cat out of the bag right away and then people could just go about their business, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Then they uh, don't have to listen to us the whole time. Sure. So, I
0: so we finally reached the heist. This is yes. The meat and potatoes of this episode is the heist. And it's fun and it's exciting and it's stunningly like it's beautiful. Yeah, it's Visual effects. amazing yeah. to look at. Um and you know there's sort of this like not universal hate but there there is this you know well established hate out there for prequels. Not necessarily just the Star Wars prequels, but prequels in general. There's a lot of people out there who don't like prequels because they're like, well I already know what's going to happen and there's no like, you know, there's no stakes because because I already know what's going to happen. And I've never, I' suppose. I've never fallen into that group. I have no issue with prequels. I mean, prequels are, can be a lot of fun. Uh, this is the first time, maybe ever, that because what I'm seeing as a prequel is a prelude to other things that I know that come, I felt zero stakes. Really zero stakes because i was like look the worst thing that could go the, there's two two things that could go wrong here either a we don't get the money in which case uh, so what i know that andor's not going to die i know that the rebellion will still be formed i know that that the death star will still be blown up that eventually the emperor will be killed twice like i mm-hmm. Even if this goes totally, totally wrong and horrible and doesn't work out, it doesn't matter. Like, I already know that it's like that it's everything's fine. Uh,
1: Yeah. No matter what happens, it's not going to technically affect the rest of the universe. Yeah. uh, Movies, TV. At all. In and terms of the timeline going forward,
0: the only other thing that could go wrong is we could lose someone. Someone from our little ragtag group of of rebels here could die. Yes, one. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> not all, just one.
0: Yeah, and 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 going into that, it was like someone could die, and I'm like, eh, <laughs> like right. I'm like, okay. Of is of there these a people here,
1: I'm sensing a butt, but I feel like there isn't a butt.
0: There isn't. No, because I'm like, okay, I'm like, there's. There's, I don't, I'm, I'm not really invested in any of these right. characters, like at all. Okay. The one that we have the most character development for is Nemec, and I kind of personally wouldn't mind if he got picked off, because he's a little friggin' irritating. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a green behind the ear. He's, one. Well, he's just like, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, excuse me, sir or madam, could you read my book? Like, he's just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So this is a little nerdy. Yeah, I felt zero stakes. It was fun. It was beautiful. It was whatever. Hmm. But the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, the outcome of this means nothing.
1: That's interesting. Nothing. That's a that's a very interesting hot take because from where I'm sitting, after watching the show, I believe you're completely wrong. Yeah. Well, you record from your
0: washroom sitting on the toilet. So that's... Hey, it's a nice... it's the, a good, good the audio quality yeah, in there. Yeah. It's a perfect acoustics. acoustics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no, this, so that's... But, I'm glad so, you disagree, because so, that makes yeah. an interesting discussion.
1: Yeah, okay. So that, I, I want to first hit on, like, you mentioned, like, most people hate on sequels. I No, I won't even say most. You know, I won't even say most. I just... I know that there is a... Right. There's a
0: okay. group out there, a movement of prequel And I don't haters. say...
1: I will say most of those like if people hate on a sequel, it's more than likely because of bad writing or acting than because it's a sequel. Prequel. Yeah. Um, or prequel. Yeah. No, no um, even, absolutely. Even, The same applies to sequels. People, if people hate on a sequel, it, yeah. it's because it's, it's I would say it's more because the writing is bad. Right, that, the, and it doesn't hold true to what the universe has, that's been created so far. Maybe the uh, biggest criticism it has to do with anything. Like, yeah, the, you're a fan of something, you love it deeply, then you're gonna be a little bit harsher on it. Yeah, because you expect like when a bar of greatness is set, you expect greatness. Yeah, right. If the original, like we're on, we're in Star Wars, so you know the original trilogy is looked at as being a, a marvel of cinematics, cinematics for its time. It's, it's set a bar of greatness. We go back to them. Then we 10, 50, 20 years later, whatever it was, we get the the, the, the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Same guy writing it, mm-hmm. but, but harsh judgments cast down on it. Right. and, I've watched a lot of um, uh, video essays on like things that worked for the the prequel trilogies and things that didn't, and and it, it's interesting stuff. Like George Luke, how how a lot of the camera shots are very simple, like two cameras, like one's on the main person, one's on the the other person. If it's yeah. a two person, com- it's like instead of having like kind of more complex shots that we may, that we kind of saw a bit more of in the original trilogy. So, like, so, so there are things that in the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy that are a definitely kind of weird downgrade in cinematography. And part of that you could attribute to that. George Lucas is a better writer and world builder than he is a director oh, because absolutely. he didn't really direct the original trilogy.
0: Uh, well, he directed A New Hope. He directed Star Wars. But then, yeah, after he didn't direct Empire. Not, or not Jedi. on his own, though.
1: Like there were other. There's a, there was another director credited for it too. Um, was there? Yeah. I think I don't know. Well, but, but okay. So, but my my point being, if you ha- there there are fandoms where we get prequels, and if the writing's good, then people love it. Yeah. The same thing with sequels.
0: Oh, and so, I'm again I'm not I, saying
1: So I would say for this episode, I think this like I like I'm same boat as you, right? Like I know what's gonna happen. There really aren't any stakes here because I know what's gonna happen. But for me, this episode, like I'm edge of my seat. I'm like caring about what's happening and the people and yeah. Like even though the last episode they tried to do all this character development, which just Felt forced and made me care maybe a little bit less. I still bought into it. Like, yeah. I feel like I could have skipped last episode and this episode just would it would have fit perfectly <laughs> into the uh, oh yeah episode five yeah, slot. last
0: episode. Especially because we don't we don't go back and visit Karn at all in this. Yeah. So there's really no was, follow up. Yeah.
1: With it. that was another thing I think what worked to this episode's advantage and it's really kind of funny because so this is episode six of Andor and I just listened to episode six and seven. Uh, f- yeah. You guys did seven for rings, of, rings power. of power. Yeah. Yeah. And in episode six, episode six was a fairly linear story in rings of power. Yep. Sticking just w- within the Eastlands. Yeah. And the Southlands and, it, and the, the episode yep. itself. And, and Pete alluded to this, that it, what worked for it was that it wasn't jumping all over the place.
0: Yeah. But he hates and the that, hard that, and he hates like for him, that was less okay. about being a linear storytelling. And that was really more about like, these are the only people I care about. So the fact right. that this is but the he, only thing I got made me
1: happy. He alluded to it and that these are like the, the key story lines in, in the show. And that's what, yeah. And, and that's what kind of what I'm saying here. Like, this is the important storyline. What's happening with Mon Mothma, and what's happening with uh, uh, what's his name? Luthen. L- n- not Luthan. Oh, Card. Uh, yeah, Cyril. What's happening with Cyril? Yeah. It's not important to to really the main plot anymore. It might be down the line, like we've talked about in the past episodes, but
0: yeah. I don't know.
1: Because we're not jumping all over the place, we get a nice fluid story. It flows nicely. It's not jerky and jumpy and, uh, we're over here, okay, now we're, oh, now, okay, change. Oh, yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're in this emotional thing. Now let's jump quickly to this other thing that's a completely different emotion. And so you, you get to feel the flow of emotion. Yeah, I think. And that's that's a big part of why this episode, in my like. I, last week you said this show was better than anything we've had from Star Wars in terms of TV. Yeah. I disagree now. I, I agree more. (laughs) This episode, this episode, I don't believe the show is better than Mandalorian. No. But I believe this episode is a better episode than any episode Mandalorian has ever given us.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, like, so I think, I think the big difference here for me now between Andor and Mandalorian, like Mandalorian, although it's set in a time where we have seen things that come after, we haven't seen, seen things that come after that have anything to do with these characters. Um, in The Mandalorian, right? Whereas this is like, Andor is a direct prequel to another property starring and Andor. And so right. I, I walked away from this episode going, oh, this show doesn't matter at all. Like, this show just doesn't matter. Whereas with Mandalorian and things like Grogu and and all that you, there's like there's interesting implications like what does this mean and and where is this going to go and what does what does this force sensitive child mean for jedi as a whole and how could this change and influence maybe even episodic films moving forward and yeah. and all of this stuff whereas andor it's like they would have to do something so bizarre that it felt forced Tacky and out of place in order for this show to now do anything that had serious implications moving forward. Again, Mm -hmm. unless, like I said, they do something stupid like bring Jar Jar into it. right? Right? Like, that's the only way at this point that you are doing anything that is... Is going to like we're gonna look back on Andor and be like, yeah, that was uh, that was a great series. I like I enjoyed that, but you're not going to really remember things about it. But okay, because 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 there's there won't be anything in it worth remembering. There won't be anything in it that you need to remember moving
1: forward. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. But I still think that even, that, that doesn't detract from the, how good the storytelling was in this episode.
0: Oh, I, again, it's, it, and neither do I. Look at it, the writing is still incredible. I still think it's some of the best writing on television right now that I'm aware of. Visually... It's stunning. the action was on point it was intense it was f- like perfectly paced this was a f- it was more it, flawless like, episode it,
1: yeah yeah
0: it's just in in now giving us the episode that we've been waiting for in the heist I don't I'm not I'm not punching holes in the episode. what I'm saying is I think this episode punched a hole in the premise of the show.
1: Kind of like what we were saying in the very first uh, episode about like, who's asking for this? Who's asking asking for this?
0: Because you have, they haven't even really like, because my thoughts in the first episode were you've taken essentially the least interesting character from Rogue One and given him a show. And I would say that for me, if he was a one out of 10 on the scale of interesting, when the show started, He's maybe a two point five. Interesting really? now, like the mm. show is interesting.
1: Oh, man, no, but I'm not
0: I, that much more interested in Cassian Andor himself.
1: I am so much more invested. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I'll see if I can get get his let's, number for
1: you. Let's di- <laughs> let's yeah. All right, well, <laughs> let's dive in a little bit. All right, we start with Nemec's shitty pep talk. Yeah, the rebels waking up the morning before Nemec's pretty. Nervous, and uh, Clem tells him, yeah, c- kind of tells him it's normal and gives him a little pep talk, like you're saying. Uh, interesting conversation. Um, get gets the gets the kind of juices for the episode kind of going, s- kind of sets a tone a bit, I think. If you say so, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. good. Good. Yeah. Because it's uh, – spoiler, <laughs> at the end of the episode, Clem is gifted Nemec's um, biopic on why the rebellion is important. Mm-hmm. And I think it just kind of – the last episode tried this a few times and failed because it was doing other things at the same time. But I, I felt like there was more of a – like – Andor is kind of like building a connection there in this scene, one scene more than any of the scenes in the past episode. Right. Um, Cause he, he, he wants him to survive and he wants him to do well. And there's high tension in the group right now because they're about to do something crazy. Um, anyway. Yeah. So from there, uh, we go and we meet the commander of the base and the uh, officer who they are waiting on. This engineer um, and the commander's. We this. There's a weird kind of slice of imperial life we see here, where the commander's like just wanting to get off this rock, and he's got his family there, and he's got family problems too, just like apparently. Mon Madez. <laughs> but from the other side of the uh, coin, so to speak. Uh, but after that short clip and the introduction, which was nice and short, it, the heist kind of finally starts to take place. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, I went into this
0: episode, not knowing that I needed to see an Imperial officer take a leak. Uh, and I came out of <laughs> yeah. it knowing for sure that I did not need to see an imperial officer take a leak.
1: Yeah, that that shot was a little unnecessary. It like.
0: <laughs> well, and it there, wasn't even like there's a lot it, of
1: there's a few things this 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 show has given us in Star Wars that no other show has done. Underwear people going to the people going to the bathroom, uh, color corn pops. to sex scenes, underwear. Yeah, like one night stands, like hookups. <laughs>
0: Which, Which I mean, I've it got, all got makes no issue with
1: because they're people and it's yeah a living I've got universe, no issue with <laughs> it's just like it doesn't feel Star Warsy. Well, it's it's not necessary.
0: I have a question um, because I thought for sure there's something that for me has been glaringly missing from this show, uh, and I thought for sure okay well this is this is the episode this is the episode where this will happen and and. Uh, and all will be right with the world And it will feel, officially feel Just like Star Wars We haven't gotten a single Stormtrooper in this show mm. I figured for well, sure On this base There's yeah. not one stormtrooper
1: kicking around They've, yeah well, well, that's not true That's not true, technically Technically speaking the tie, No, the TIE fighter pilots, <laughs> no, 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 no no, no, no. I'm not talking about the TIE fighter pilots uh, What was his name? Um uh, Tamarin, Taraman. He was, uh, he's well. a stormtrooper. trooper. <laughs> yeah. Next <laughs> oh, storm stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah. But we don't have, no, white. I, I, I think one of the reasons we don't see them is because stormtroopers are the elite of the empire's fighting forces. And this is a backwater planet. That's not heavily guarded, even though it's got yeah. a big payroll. The elite. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Okay. I, I just, I think, I think that's one thing that would, uh, would go a long way to making it feel a little more like Star Wars. Like if you have, if this planet yeah. has Tie Fighters, and you're going to give me Tie Fighters in the like Stormtrooper-esque Tie Fighter helmet,
1: get up. I won't. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I I think that that would have made it feel a little bit more Star Wars than it did. Yeah. like their armor that the 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 foot soldiers. Uh, war was very Star uh, Stormtrooper esque, like the armor plating yeah. looked very similar. Yeah, the but yeah, like why not shape. just give us the yeah? Just put them in white. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that point. That's yeah. that would that would have made it feel a little bit more Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But With I don't iconic yeah.
0: blasters and their...
1: Yeah, I don't think not having them there f- didn't didn't again. Didn't, I don't think it hurt the film this episode. No, but I mean, and I, you know what? I think the that I definitely would. have took it to another level
0: i think the whole this is a backwater thing and they're the elite and i think that's i think that's a, a garbage argument because if that is why listen 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 if that's why then 90 percent of the instances of stormtroopers and mandalorian don't make any damn sense
1: there are lots
0: of times restore if that's if that's the that's unit a of measurement age
1: in the galaxy though those are like not by much. remnant warlord groups trying wow. to hold power on small sections of planetary systems I don't know this is this is a, a base that has
0: but 80 million no. imperial credits <laughs> yeah. seems worth guarding Secretly. with at least
1: one guy in white With some with some secrecy anyway uh yeah okay but so yeah the anyway the the peeing yeah you could have had those guards walk by create the tension and not yeah. have a guy peeing yeah um i mean like when obi-wan is turning off the tractor beam those two stormtroopers aren't like oh hang on man i'm gonna pee off the edge here yeah <laughs> yeah they <laughs> so, transferred me yeah, down to there's no there's seven. no need for it it doesn't add anything yeah it doesn't really add more tension
0: oh my gosh um, guess what speaking of stormtroopers Guess what I guess what I bought on Steam and I've been playing, a Stormtrooper.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what.
0: Uh, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi
1: Outcast. Nice.
0: Yeah, it's game. so it's fun and it's bizarre because all of the AI banter, like in the first level, all the AI banter between the Stormtroopers. I haven't played it in like twenty years, and I can I can recite it all verbatim, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre, uh, and what what else is bizarre is understanding. This is this is a tangent, but it's it's an f- important one for no reason at all. Is understanding like how much of the graphical limitations of these games weren't software limitations they were hardware limitations Hmm. because on my gaming pc in 2022 now i mean this thing doesn't look like call of duty or assassin's creed or anything like that but i go in there and i chalk all the textures and all the the you know shadows and everything up to like the highest settings that everything will go to this is not what the game looked like 20 years ago. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, makes a difference. Oh, my goodness. Right? And it's the same as film, right? We're like, oh, yeah, this movie that came out in, uh, in 1962. Oh, yeah, they, they just released the, the 4K Blu-ray of it. And then you go watch it. You know, you watch Sound of Music in 4K. You've been watching it on VHS your whole life. You're like, whoa. I had no idea. I had no idea that the film ever looked this good. That this that this yeah. existed in all of Salzburg, Austria. Holy shit!
1: Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. back to back to peeing.
0: Back Imperial to peeing. peeing.
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> I want to I want to point out here that and this is this is one of the reasons that this uh, with our next the next scene we get this is one wh- one of the reasons why I think this is a huge win for me is the storytelling in this the tension there's there's you feel a little bit of tension at the beginning um from scenes like the conversation the peeing imperial trooper um but it's not it doesn't feel high stakes yet it doesn't feel heavy it's it's oh this could end now but no okay it's gonna happen all right um but then we get this Hani ritual celebration happened. They exchanged goat furs with the Empire, which apparently is the Empire's da- uh, payment for three years, a three-year lease on the land. How they got that deal, I don't know. It's probably because they're big, pushy, meany bullies.
0: I had to look away for a second during this scene, and when I looked back, and then I rewound and figured out what the hell was going on, but I literally, they're like handing this like rolled up long brown furry thing over. And without any context, I like I like glance back at the TV and I'm like is that a wookiee arm? Why are they <laughs> trading wookiee arms? <laughs> it, like yeah. like here you take this wookiee arm. Thank you. You would, oh, I have one for you. You take this wookiee arm. And I'm like what in the, the actual <laughs> shit is happening here right now?
1: So yeah. So it's some some kind of ritual because the the honey are kind of a fairly religious people, I guess. And the eye is really important. It lets them come use this uh, ceremonial space every three years, which <laughs> the, the empire, apparently we've, we get a little bit of history in some conversation from the commander of the base that talking to the, uh, Imperial engineer coming to check the place out that they set up, essentially bars along the way, their walking route that they could stay at. Yeah. And by doing so, they downsized the group almost like to a quarter of what it started as <laughs> because so they're too drunk and don't care enough to keep walking. Does this not seem like a you and me thing? If you and I, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, you're like, you in know. terms of uh, imp- oppression and like, make forcing your will on another group of people it's 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 pretty twisted yeah (laughs) anyway so and then then the dahani start their celebration and i and for me this is when the tension starts to rise because the tension as the tension builds throughout the episode it's not just the heist progressing that adds tension it's the celebration starts small and and quiet and and it grows and builds as the heist goes along and then also the eye itself i feel i felt brought tension because the heist kicks off with one single shooting star Mm -hmm. and then we get a couple more a couple more and then everything so all these different aspects of the episode just grow and, grow and grow and grow and grow and grow together until they, we reach the climax of, of the escape. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just, as, as that build was happening, I just felt myself more and more invested and more and more on the edge of my seat.
0: D- I'm so glad you had a good time with this episode. <laughs> like I really, was, I, I, I really I genuinely really, enjoyed it. Yeah, I I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm hearing you describe your like physical interaction with this episode, this like visceral edge of your seat kinda tense, exciting, anxious feeling. And I'm just like I watched the right show this week, right?
1: Yeah. Well yeah, like in terms of the heist, for me the heist was tense because everything kept going well until the comms community co- uh, the comms guy found found out. Oh, there's a heist going on, and that's yeah. that. That then then only then things start going sideways, and they're pretty much done anyway. And then I, pretty much everybody dies in the process of getting out. I think I just screwed like
0: screwed myself just, over with the mindset because I literally mm. like all this stuff is happening, and logically. I can reconcile the fact that these are intense things, that this is a sticky situation and, you know, literally like everyone who's a part of this crew could have stopped, turned, looked at the camera and said, I have a bad feeling about this. And they would have been (laughs) spot on, but I could not get over. I'm like, okay, so let's say in this next scene, everybody dies except for Andor. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Who cares? So what? Yeah. Like, well, bully for them. Like, yes, it sucks. You know what, Sorry I about think your loss, but it
1: doesn't matter. You just said something that just sparked like a, why, why this, this episode, even this show. Yeah. Aside from a few things like the blue milk and the weird cereal from last episode. Ugh, let's just and forget the blue last ramen. episode altogether. Um, aside from a few things this this Andor is doing things far better i believe than like lord of the rings which is another kind of prequel series even though they're not like direct supposed to be the same universes yeah the movies it's they're still claiming they're lord of the rings so mm-hmm. there still should be some continuity there but even though they're claiming they're no. not They're not based on Lord of the Ring, like the Peter Jackson trilogy. They keep, they keep giving us callbacks and reusing dialogue and lines all the time. Yeah. From that movie. And it's, it's kind of exhausting. It's like where this episode, this episode, especially they like, they, they could have so easily, like you said, threw in a, Oh, I got a bad feeling about this line. Yeah. To give us a Oh there it is. Oh yeah. Or a never give me the odds. Or you know what I mean? Like they could have so easily from all the Star Wars content that we have in terms of movie and T V shows and they could have easily thrown thrown out that easy bone to get a get a feel good feel. But they didn't. They went mm-hmm. with their own writing and creation and it and it worked. And they stuck to it and it worked really well. Yeah, that's fair. I, y- y- I,
0: I mean, I can't jump on board with this and be like, yeah, I agree 100%, mostly just because I have unapologetically drank the Kool-Aid on the Rings of Power show. Even mm. with, like, I can acknowledge all of the, the issues with it and and pacing problems and X, Y, Z. But I am like, I I don't even care. Like, I'm just... It, About 36 hours after the finale came out, uh, Pete messaged me, uh, and he said, have you seen, have you watched the episode yet? And my, my genuine and honest reply was yes. Three times. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. I watched it. I watched it when it came out at midnight It's like an hour, hour and 15 minutes long, right? Came out. I started at like 1230, watched it, got up, went to the washroom, got some water, and then watched it again (laughs) Uh, and wept and wept just as much the second time.
1: So spoiler for the season one of Rings of Power. Yeah. If you haven't heard that uh, episode yet, Brady likes it.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So good, which,
1: uh, oh man, I, from what you're saying, I get the feeling Pete didn't, which I don't know. We haven't, we haven't reviewed it yet. yet. We have not reviewed it it. yet. The finale, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I thought it felt rushed and messy.
0: Yeah. Well, I was about to make a sex joke at your expense, but that's fine. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh, so continuing on. Yeah so moving on yeah so the, the heist goes pretty smoothly they got a really good plan uh to get to get things loaded up and this is this is kind of like the p joke thing right that we were talking about earlier where like it wasn't necessary but okay whatever this is a similar kind of qualm like it doesn't hurt the film really but at the same time i'm just kind of like left there wondering why does the empire not believe in loaders or forklifts or anything like that i don't know i think it falls like, into the carts. same yeah no i think <laughs> but, like i think where's the that's falls. a lot of money you figure they'd have some kind of forklift or machinery to Take the whole rack and move it onto a ship so that they can send it out to pay for payroll on the neighboring planet.
0: Yeah. I mean, we know <laughs> that the lack of loaders is not because they blew the budget on safety railings, because uh, <laughs> that's something else the Empire does not seem to believe in. They're like, Except ah, this no, place does have them. <laughs> it's a 10,000
1: foot pit. We don't need a rail. <laughs> they didn't put them on the Death Star, but they certainly put them yeah. in this below-ground bunker. <laughs>
0: let's have let's have these massive pits. Put no railings on any of them, and then wait, wait. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. We'll populate the ship with guys in helmets with greatly reduced visibility.
1: <laughs> yeah. And some of the bridges will retract.
0: Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> Why? Well, I just finished reading <laughs> Harry Potter and the, 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 there's some staircase actions in there. I want to see if we can recreate.
1: So somebody was doing their reading on medieval uh, castles and was like, drop we need like, something like a drawbridge yeah, to we protect need a this section. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but my lord, we don't have a moat. <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> Do it. Then build one. Build yeah. a
0: really deep one. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all right. What yeah. else? Yeah. Okay. So, and then, yeah. Crap. Like I said, crap goes sideways. Yeah. We have an injury. Calm's officer figures stuff out, and they try and they try and um tell them everything's okay, and this is just a secret covert mission. And and there's our commander who's been working his arse off to load up this gold, having a heart attack. Yeah. What the? Okay. So <laughs> first of all, I thought that was brilliant. <laughs>
0: The whole thing it starts out, and his wife is like, "Well, you've gotten fat," and so they're already acknowledging that he's hitting the Dairy Queen a little too hard. (laughs) And now, and now, literally, like his cholesterol is so high that, like, all of a sudden, he's just like, "Oh, my arm, my arm feels a little." I
1: I mean, it's (laughs) not, it's not that unbelievable. <laughs> right, he, it's a heavier set actor. No, no, hear me I mean, out. Sure. It's a heavier I know, set actor. Yeah. Uh, in a high we've already had stressful. Andor a few episodes back, and this was kind of like tongue in cheek in how he did it, but he. To Luthen, he talks about how the empire has gotten fat on their own greed and laziness. Yeah, no, and I like, agree. That's what we're, we're seeing. Like, so it was kind of um, alluded to a little bit. It's it was not, a callback to so, that line. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I think. Right. It, I know. So it wasn't. Like, it didn't feel out of place because the the actual loading of the ship in the in the episode actually takes a little bit of time as they're loading. Other things are happening. Like, I know. I just, they're loading up the ship, and the comms officer is just starting to figure out what's going on.
0: The fact that the whole heist is saved due to coronary, like it just.
1: But it wasn't <laughs> saved due to coronary. It was. <laughs> wow. It was throat. It was the wrench. It was a wrench. Yeah, in the works. Yeah. Right. And and that wasn't like things would have went sideways whether the guy had the heart attack or not. I think it just added. It, it was. I don't. Know, it, for me, it worked.
0: Oh, it worked absolutely. I just thought it was like I, and I agree, it was hilarious. I was just like, I was like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, is this actually happening right now? Like, it was just so out of left field, which is what it's supposed to be. I mean, yeah, you know, but. uh no, it was just like it was another one of those things that was like, oh okay there's uh yeah. there are quadruple bypasses in star wars <laughs> yeah, fruit of the loom, um that corn pops, <laughs> and heart attacks
1: all a part of Star Wars now, yeah, so anyway, so all hell breaks loose, big shootout uh one of our one of our uh rogues gets uh shot right away i can't remember which one i think it was um the commander or not the commander the uh uh the rebel guy or the shoot what's his name lieutenant grom gorm gorm i believe it was gorm got shot right away and then right. there's a big shootout and Skeen, like uh somebody asked Skeen to give him cover fire and he pulls out and he shoots one guy and he pulls back in, which if you know, understand what cover fire means, that's not necessarily cover fire. And the guy who runs out gets shot right away. And I picked, I don't know if you picked up on that, but I picked up on that right away. I was like, Oh yeah. What are you doing Skeen? That's not cover. Did he pull back in because he's afraid he must like my initial impression was, Oh, he's like, he's scared. Like he's, and kind of almost every man for himself now. But spoiler, he's out. He's he's more than every man for himself. He's literally out for himself. We find out later. He's he's a real screwball. Uh, they get the ship loaded up. They get everybody that's left alive on it. They take off, and our our good buddy Nemec doesn't die the way we thought he was. He. At least not the way I thought he would. I thought he was going to get shot, but he, he gets crushed by a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, if you if you're gonna go, yeah, then. Uh, and then in, in there somewhere, we get to see uh, some Tie Fighters getting pilots actually jumping into them. Again, this is something we don't necessarily need to see, but this is the first time we've oh, ever actually seen badass. Tie Fighters getting. Pilots getting into their ship and taking off. Yeah, them the closest it was really cool.
0: The closest we've seen is uh, Finn and Poe commandeering the TIE fighter in yeah.
1: Force Awakens. Yeah, Finn and Poe commandeering. We've seen um, in the Mandalorian. Uh, his name is escaping me right now. The main antagonist from that show getting out of his TIE fighter at the end of the first season. <coughs> because it the way it lands but that one's a unique tie fighter these ones are kind of standard issue (laughs) yep and older too the one in that should like the mandalorian takes place long after the um, collapse of the empire
0: let's uh let's get to the part here where the where our injury happens because i really want to talk i i have a, a which injury well i have a bone to pick about the doctor at the end of this episode
1: Okay, yeah, so they they make their their escape. Uh, Skiing gets injected with some drugs and is alive long enough to operate this ancient piece of technology, this this, uh, Nokia cell phone of uh, navigation devices to get them free and clear of the planet through the eye, which, can we take a moment? They've been hyping this thing up, and the payoff was worth it. Do you feel like the payoff it, it paid off um, for you? Y- yeah,
0: I would say I would say the redeeming grace of this episode is
1: is this sequence and yeah, yeah. the eye is gorgeous, and then oh, yeah. the chase through the eye was really cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's happening, and I'm like, is this the same? Like, I've I've enjoyed Andor up until this point. Don't get me wrong, but like visually the show has been there's there's been nothing wrong about it but it also hasn't been anything stunning because there hasn't been a lot of action and the action that we've had has been fairly grounded in just you know fights and alleys and stuff like that uh, so I literally had like a, is this the same show we've been watching this whole time because holy crap this is where all their special effects budget for the entire season <laughs> one went into this moment because it doesn't look like it, it doesn't look like uh, Pete and I have talked about this before. And it's something that, you know, Rings of power being the most expensive television show ever made, like say what you want about Rings of power. It is beautiful to look at. It is a gorgeous show. And there's the difference between TV, CGI and special effects and movie CGI. And special effects, right? So, an example being, uh, you know, movie special effects would be stuff like the MCU or the DCEU, uh, with the exception of Steppenwolf from the Theatrical (laughs) Justice League. I don't know what the hell that
1: was. Bad example.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then TV special effects would be showing the same sort of fights and action, but on like a CW Arrowverse show. Right. You could just tell like they've had less time to spend on it, less money to throw at it. But the people yeah. watching are ty- typically accepting of it because, well, you understand you're watching a TV show. You're not watching a movie. You're not, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. I would say so far, uh, and there hasn't been much to go on, like to base this on up until this sequence. And this sequence just sort of confirms it. Andor is dealing with movie level
1: visuals and special effects yeah well they've used a lot more practical effects up to this point
0: yeah i mean you know it's like you'd have to you have to be a total moron like you know even if even if you weren't even if you didn't have movie level special effects you got to be some kind of of stupid to screw up something like you know, blaster effects, right? Like that's, right. that's, that's not a demanding special effect, but, uh, the TIE fighter flybys and then the eye, oh my goodness. Like they yeah. spent some time getting this
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's was cool. And then, uh, yeah. So Skeen's in trouble and they have to make a decision to either cut and run and let Skeen die on the ship. Or they've, they did have a contingency doctor in place on a moon somewhere not far away. They could land there and try and get him patched up. <clears throat> and Andor makes the decision to save Skeen. Which is a, a little out of character. Yeah. Which So it shows some character growth in Andor and andor it's also the unpopular decision yeah he's he's caring for this he, he cares about this kid yeah and and by extension will come to care about his cause because he's got his book now yeah um and also there's the shared hate of the empire and yeah. Anyway, okay, the doctor. Let's talk about the now doctor. the doctor. So we see the doctor on the planet. What's your issue with the doctor?
0: Oh, it's not. A, no, 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 not an issue. I just want to know. I think this is cool. I just want to. Do you think that Maz Kanata knows that her ugly uncle is working as a doctor out there somewhere, <laughs> patching people up? Does this uh, not look like Maz Kanata's ugly uncle Larry, who's like? Yeah.
1: Maz is so short though. I took this for a different yeah. alien completely. No, like a bit, absolutely. A new I don't. I don't think it's the same species but, at all. It but could it's, be. It's so similar. It could like be. The, like the
0: eyes and the the like. It's just yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, don't know. I was just, I'd have I, to go
1: back and watch. I looked it may, at it. it and this was the be. first
0: thing I thought was like, okay, so we've learned two things. Uh, Maz Kanata has family out there somewhere, uh, <laughs> and a part of her family history, some of the darker part of her family history, apparently is uh, inbreeding because uh, this guy is
1: ugly as sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Nemec doesn't make it. The doctor, as thank God. skilled as he is, with four hands, and I say, not listen, I say, save him.
0: I say, thank God, not only because he annoyed the hell out of me, um, but because someone had to die. Yeah, someone had to die.
1: Well, they, they, they all pretty much died, though. The Only three out of out of what what were there? There were. Let me jump back and. Well, no, and I'm here. exactly,
0: and I'm glad. One, two, I'm three, glad three, four, that we're five. like. Because I, I six think six rebels, three survive. I think they realized, I think the showrunners realized, okay, we we need to do something to manufacture some stakes and
1: to make <clears throat> oh, yeah. it feel heavier than it actually is. And I wouldn't say it was manufactured, that's just that's just good writing. So, well, so it's a if, fictional if this whole show, episode whole happened and Nemec was the only one to die, like if he as he's running on the ship he's the last one on board he gets shot in the back and again he's barely awake enough to give the coordinates so they can escape if he was the only one to die okay you've got some stakes but by having so many of the two two guys go down and Nemec get crushed and and die en route out that i think that's just better writing that you're creating oh yeah you 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 say manufacturing, but well, it's—I mean—that's it's just good writing. <laughs> it's
0: a fictional show; the whole thing is manufactured. Yeah. That's, you, ha-
1: you have to—you have to write it. You ha- writing yeah. is manufactured. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it's—you can manufacture it and make it feel forced. Yeah. But this episode didn't—it didn't feel forced. No, no, no. Right. No. So the last episode all, did. Good lord! It all. Everybody who died, like the the way they kind of died didn't feel forced. Yeah. Grom died because he's standing out in the open trying to convince the officers to walk away. Yeah. And then all crap blows he's he's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. The other guy dies because Skeens doesn't actually give him cover fire. Yeah. And uh uh Nemick dies because well that one's a little forced. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he he needed to go. Yeah. Well, it, he, yeah, yeah. And I think that's, that's to kind of give and or a reason to fight for a cause. Yeah. So then we get that's to more than anything, we get to
0: Luthen's antiquity shop
1: again. Well, hang on, hang on. We're, I touched on this, but we, there's the reveal that Skeen is a schemey bastard and he lied to everybody. He doesn't even have a brother which falls back to him actually not cover firing because he just wanted to take the loot and run. He tries to offer half of it to Andor. Yeah. And this is my favorite, uh, pun intended, shot of the the episode. Andor just like... Shoots him. Shoots him. Like, stone cold, quick draw. Doesn't even say anything. Han Solo style. Just like... Doesn't bother bam. monologuing. I'm not even going to answer you. Just bam. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't monologue. Doesn't whatever. Just. Just kills him. Just kills him. And he and he doesn't he doesn't do it to take everything. He just wants his cut. You know what though? Yeah, and I didn't I didn't blame him though. Like no, well, no, he's, because essentially I'm like, he's protecting the protecting these other people yeah, from like this evil dude. Everybody for two reasons. One.
0: I mean, even Andor is lying about who he is, right? So it's yeah. not like there's no but he points. Came clean. Yeah, but too. there's no points detracted from like hiding who you are or not being who you say you are on this team. Uh, and then, as What's-her-Face said, everybody has their own rebellion, man. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, yes, there's something a little douchebaggy about it and like, maybe these funds... But I mean, like, how many of these people are actually planning on taking these funds and cutting loose? Or taking these funds... Like, if you were to poll everyone and be like, okay, show of hands, who's willing to take all of the loot that we just made off of this and just pour it back into the rebellion? Yeah, most most people are going to cut and run.
1: I I don't think... Yeah, so I think you're taking that... Everyone's got their own rebellion line out of context. <clears throat> I feel she said that in the context of, hang on, excuse me, of everyone's got their own reason to hate and fight the empire. Oh no, absolutely. That's why she so said Skeen, it. Skeen had a reason to hate the empire. He really was, you know, in a child camp, and orphanage, or whatever, and tossed around by the empire and done wrong. But no, no, I he's I, got I agree. no intention to fight the empire. No, I, uh, Andor's got more reason, got more drive to fight the empire than he does.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying like no, no, no. I'm. Not, I'm. What I'm saying is, is that her line about everybody has their own rebellion sort of extends to. Everybody's got their own story. Everybody's got their own mm. struggles. Everyone's got their own debts. Everyone's got their own responsibilities. Everybody's <sighs> right. got their own like, you know. It's it's uh, all of the people on the rebellion. Like it's easy. It's easy when you're you're watching Star Wars, um, and you're thinking about the rebels and and the Imperials ju- to think of them as just that as. As one force against another force, um, good versus evil. Uh, you know the the Nazis versus the, the the Americans and the British and
1: stuff. Right, but what and you're it's alluding like, to is that they're the all people humans. on this team have got their own have got selfish motivations. They've got to like, take they're people. The money.
0: They're people just like anybody
1: else. But I don't. You're and while that's true, I think. Aside from Skeen, like Nemec especially, even Andor here just taking his own cut and running, like they, they're fighting for a, a larger cause. You know, like yeah. French, Fre- the French rebellion against the Germans, if they pulled off a big heist against the Germans, they're not going to pad their own pockets. What good is that? No, still under oppression.
0: Yes, they're fighting. They're all fighting for a bigger cause. But what I'm saying is, being all being human and having human flaws. Well, not necessarily. You know, it's Star Wars, so not all the rebels and whatever are going to be human. Um, but what I'm saying is, is even if you are fighting for a bigger cause, regardless of how big that cause is, if you also have. Some debts that, or you have a bounty on you, or you have a struggling family, regardless of that big, that cause that you're fighting for, you are going to feel the same temptations. You're going to feel the same draws and the same pulls if all of a sudden 40 million credits kind of right. happen <clears throat> to just fall into your lap. And right. you have to make the decision between putting it back towards mm. this this bigger cause
1: um, okay. or going, ooh. All right. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And now, for me, it just adds more gravitas to that Skeen's Andor scene where Andor shoots him. Because like we saw in that one scene from last episode where they're talking about like, oh, you know, like – you grew up here you know what these tattoos are you've been there too like they've grown up in the same manner kind of the same way and like Skeen says we're the same you and i like yeah let's just no take no I, money agree. And run. I agree and this is i think this is a really like oh man yeah oh i didn't even think about that but yeah it just adds so much because like yeah and 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 him are very similar but i think but Andor making the decision he does, just sh- like there's a different moral compass. Oh, for sure. No, absolutely. And there's, absolutely. there's lines that some people won't cross.
0: Yep, and that and that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying too. Right. Everyone's going to have the same. Right. Like Andor could do just as much with that money, and probably has some of the same temptations that schemes mm-hmm. would have. Uh, but it all just comes down to some people are more right. dedicated to the cause. Okay, yeah. we got to wrap this thing up. So let's uh, let's go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So then yeah, So then we see an empty Senate, Mon Mothma. That was kind of an interesting scene because the Senate was empty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you think in that like I don't fully understand how the the governmental structure here would work moving forward, but in that center I don't know, podium, you know, whatever you want to call it.
1: Do I think um, Alps was there? It yeah, do you think so? No. No. I think <clears throat> I think there might have been like a, a speaker of the house but not necessarily the leader of the government needs to be there for every session. Right. And this Um, didn't
0: seem like a particularly important topic as far as the the Senate Senate was
1: empty, not because people didn't care about what was on the docket for the day, but because Palpatine is breaking down democracy in the empire. Right. Yeah. He's, he's resolving the Senate, right? He doesn't want to. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and then we end with Luthen in his antiquities shop again and yep. uh I, doing I, a little um, happy dance yeah I, like i i feel like he does it's kind of s- same way last episode there's kind of that they, they tried to build tension i i didn't feel the same tension that he felt that they were trying to i think convey with having that being the last shot yeah but i was definitely riding the wave that Andor or or that luthan did at the end of this episode yeah
0: well and you're meant to for yeah. sure, for sure. So, win or fail for you, sir? Episode, what
1: is this? Six, six, yep. six of this Andor is a huge win for me. Best episode yet. Probably best Star Wars TV show episode yet. Um, yeah, they they stayed on planet and had that kind of one drawn out um, plot line that they followed through the whole episode. Unlike last episode, which was I think awesome the storytelling and and how they built the tension using the eye and the heist and the celebration all in unison was, was awesome and just made me jump to the edge of my seat and really buy in. And I thought the stakes felt high. Uh, When people died, it felt like those stakes were real. And uh, yeah, the only, the only downside for me was like, why are, why are there no forklifts? <laughs> not e- not even a pump truck. What's going on?
0: Uh now obviously when you say that this is the greatest episode of a Star Wars show uh ever, you're not including the uh the 1980s Droids show because that uh, obviously is is the pinnacle of Star Wars television, but uh but
1: yeah. You know, well, I Ewoks is pretty Ewoks, good. Too. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I'd have to go back and watch those to consult, but Yeah. As of yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, happy life day. Mhm. Yeah. And yourself? Um
0: I I feel like I'm I'm right on the on the I feel like I'm balanced on this point teetering to either side. Um but ultimately no, I think it was a win. Like it was it was like I said, I for me personally, this episode punched a hole in the premise of the overall series for me um, but but aside from that like like I said from a story standpoint from a uh, intensity standpoint from a visual standpoint from an acting standpoint I mean it, it, the episode is on point right like it it it's fantastic uh, so yeah for me it's it's also a win yeah awesome yeah. All right, everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, Make sure you check out our social links down below, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check out our merch page. Our Patreon page is a fantastic way to support the show as well as getting some extra goodies for yourself, i.e. bonus voting power and some additional content that is exclusive uh, to our Patreon supporters. Um, Yeah, that's, uh, that's it. That's it. Cool.
1: I think. Yeah. You know. That sounds sounds like you got it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Right. So anyways, next time. Like I said, happy life day.